Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal. Hola, listeners. Welcome to the Adventure Seed Podcast, a random roller podcast where every show is different. I'm Whitney. And I'm Heather. We rolled a Gouda adventure today out of 20 possibilities and rolled for drinks, too. We're talking about Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, the cheesiest, and Cheese Club, Aldi brand, shells, and cheese macaroni. It does not say macaroni at the end of mine. Mine is just shells and cheese. Just to clarify, oh. if we're going to be source appropriate, this doctorate degree seeking person. <laughs> Heather rolled for daiquiri mix, no alcohol, so cheddar you than me. But I rolled whiskey, so you wouldn't want that anyway. No, definitely not. Yeah. So uh, cheese the day with us and see what chaos and cheesy puns we come up with today. So many cheesy puns. I think that's probably the last of my cheesy puns, but like. It's not every day that I get to write cheesy puns when we're talking about mac and cheese. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to turn this nat one into a nat 20. I, I like it. I like your attitude. Um, before we get into the ingredients on our box of macaroni and cheese, can I first say that people have very strong opinions about what makes a good mac and cheese good? Oof. I mean, that's the holy grail of all comfort foods. Yeah. Like, for example, my, my step-siblings, they like the Velveeta-esque style homemade macaroni and cheese. But they have to have, like, crushed up Cheez-Its on top, baked into the macaroni and cheese, or it's not a proper mac and cheese to so them. So now I call that a casserole. That's a macaroni and cheese casserole. But some people are like, no, that's the only way I can eat macaroni and cheese, is with, yeah. is with crushed up crackers of some sort or breadcrumbs. And then baked in a casserole dish. And I, I grew up with the Kraft macaroni and cheese. So like that's my ultimate comfort food. And some people don't even recognize Kraft as real mac and cheese. Well, I mean, um, when you read this ingredient box, I can see why they might say that. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a time and place for, for mac and cheese. If, so, oh, yeah. If my brother, happy. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> See, we're, oh, excited about mac and cheese. we're so excited about mac and cheese. My brother grew up on craft and I remember in high school, he would come home from school and eat like a whole box of craft macaroni and cheese a day. And we were visiting him a couple years ago. He's in the military. He moves around a lot. We don't get to see him often. I was visiting him and he got home from work and busted out a box of Velveeta macaroni and cheese. And I was like, whoa, 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 what is that sacrilege in your cabinet? And my brother goes, oh, I've grown up now and matured. We eat Velveeta in this household. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was so funny that my brother associates craft with his childhood. But like Velveeta is the adult's macaroni and cheese. But it's true from someone who has the same mentality. <laughs> <laughs> the powdered stuff is for babies. 
that's like you you make that up to to have something fun to do. But then when you're older, you just want to squeeze the cheese. See, I can't I can't get on board the squeeze cheese train. I uh, I just want my craft with my powdered packet and my poor list of ingredients. Well, my partner does not like any kind of boxed macaroni and cheese. I mean, there's a time and place for it, and it it does it does a it does its job well if you are in a pinch and limited ingredients or space or even mental space. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just need to eat something and you just want something comforting on your belly. So I could totally see that. But if you have the time and the energy, homemade mac and cheese is oof, delicious. It's so good. It's so good. And he just made us that we have the fallout cookbook. And so he made Blamco mac and cheese with like little bits of smoked. It's supposed to be smoked pork, but he called it smoked whatever is the Deathclaw Wellingham or de like the Deathclaw creature. Okay. It's a theme cookbook. Yeah. So it, it was so good. But like the homemade mac and cheese ingredients are absolutely nothing like the ingredients on the back of this box in front of me. <laughs> Why don't you tell us the ingredients of homemade mac and cheese for the people like me who have never made it? Well, and that would be a few differences with the Blamco, and I'll kind of point them out. Um, so you get a pound of elbow macaroni or shells or whatever, whatever preference you want, whatever holds that cheese the best way that you like. A lot of people do the elbow macaroni. I like shells. I want a cup of cheese each bite. I definitely like shells more than the elbow. Yeah. Well, but they called for elbow. And where, where they're a little different from most, re most recipes is it does call for two medium carrots, but I think that's just for the color to make it look like that radioactive cheese of Velveeta. Like, because plastic cheese is orange and not the color of actual cheese. Definitely. So they're definitely putting a lot of that cancer in it by adding the color of the carrots. And then they've got whole milk, heavy cream, Worcestershire sauce, all-purpose flour, ground mustard, garlic powder, cayenne pepper, uh, unsalted butter, shredded, freshly shredded, sharp cheddar tree cheese. They also added Fontina cheese. It's always nice to have a couple of different cheeses for a cheese blend. And of course, salt and pepper. So that's, that's it. All of these sound like very simple ingredients that are easily pronounceable. Absolutely. And you can find the majority of these and, you know, you can do without some of it. You don't have to put in the cayenne. The cayenne does give it a nice little kick, not heat, but just like flavor. The Worcestershire right. sauce gives it a little bit of like a, gives a little bit more of a meaty flavor, but you can leave that out as well. So like you basically need the milk, the flour, uh, the mustard, garlic powder, the butter and the cheese. And you can, you can do a lot with that. And of course the macaroni. Yes. Yum. So I'm looking at my box of craft here. And it, it does have macaroni in it. And it does have dairy products in it. But most of these, like, none of them are simple one-word ingredients like what you just listed. Oh, no, not at all. So, and it, at the very bottom of the ingredient list, it gives that warning like it does for, you know, there might be pine nuts in this. It says yeah. contains milk wheat. 
Yeah, mine, mine says the same. It contains wheat and milk. Like, people might not know that when they're eating cheese pasta product. <laughs> Do you want to name some of the ingredients on your box? Yeah, so my box starts off with the most important, which is the noodle. Uh, and it's it, it does not even just say macaroni or elbow noodle. It says enriched macaroni product, which is composed of wheat flour, niacin, ferrous sulfate, and then it clarifies that ferrous sulfate is iron, thiamine mononitrate, which it clarifies... Uh, vitamin B1, riboflavin, which is vitamin B2, and folic acid. So this is like, it's telling me what it's been enriched with to make it healthier. But it's definitely not just your standard flour, salt, water, noodle. But so is that for, for health or is that for preservatives? I think the niacin is for preservatives. I think everything else is their attempt at making it healthier. But when I'm going for comfort food, I don't care if I'm eating vitamins. Like I want to feel, I want to feel a little junkier at the end of my meal. I was joking that they really put the carrots in to hide the vegetables because you always have to hide vegetables from kids or big kids like me. Yeah. I mean, I do like my vegetables, but I mean, like grown adults like your brother who are thinking that that's a grown up and they have to hide the vegetables. So maybe they have to hide the nutrients. Yeah. Mine has a very similar uh, ingredient for my enriched macaroni product. What about your cheddar cheese? Cause that's where we're going to be different. So the cheese sauce mix, it doesn't even really call it cheese. Um, it has whey. We're starting off with a grain. Milk fat, milk protein concentrate, salt, followed immediately by the ingredient sodium triple phosphate. So there's two kinds of salts, because I, I thought salt was also sodium, but apparently salt and sodium triple phosphate are different. Um, and then it tells me that the sauce also contains less than 2% of citric acid, lactic acid, sodium phosphate, calcium phosphate, yellow 5, yellow 6, enzymes. And finally, we get to the cheese culture. So my sauce is less than 2% of something that came from cheese, but is still not actually cheese. So uh, on the very end, of, we have a lot of the same similar ingredients. Basically, my the squeeze cheese is it, it just it takes the same ingredients that you had and just does some of the work for you and puts it in a packet. So mine is the lazier version. Uh, but the last ingredient says apocaritinol, apocaritinol. I'm not sure. But in the middle of that, I'm reading carrot, C-A-R-O-T. <laughs> okay, yeah for color. So I'm wondering if it is some sort of carrot or a derivative of the carrot, some something. That's funny. I'm, I'm Googling it. An apocaritinol is a carotenoid found in spinach and citrus fruits. So, and it is it's a very orange substance. So it's definitely for coloring. 
But it, it does come from a vegetable. It's just ironic that it's not the carrot. Maybe it's, and it's called carrot in the name almost. It's off uh, just a letter. That's too funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like this was fun. It definitely was a not one a not one role. <laughs> it was in so, by we we used to be on a well, the Prina Panel podcast used to be on another network of it shall not be named. And there was a podcast that was really funny and they took random topics and they just talked about chicken nuggets for a whole episode and had a bunch of, a bunch of different people with a different opinions on chicken nuggets. And I thought it'd be funny if our nat one was something like chicken nuggets. So that's how we got the mac and cheese. As a pregnant person, I would love if we could read the boxes of a bunch of different chicken nuggets from all of our favorite fast food places and eat them right. while we do this. I don't think that fits our show at all. But what I'm really saying is I just want to eat all the chicken nuggets. Maybe our next podcast or a different podcast because this is where hopefully you guys like this and are enjoying yourself. But maybe we could have another podcast where like once a month we just talk about food and read food ingredients and eat. That would be really nice. How many of you want to do a food podcast with us where we just eat and talk about food? Our Patreon will be set up so that you can provide us with food place gift cards. Yeah, if we ever have a Patreon. Oh. Yeah, but no, this was fun. This was fun. I I enjoyed I enjoyed talking about something funny. Um, I've gotten really obsessed ever since we did the cookbook episode. I've gotten really obsessed with weird cookbooks and very inspired again since that's all we can do now is cook and do fun things. So uh, I've, I've really kind of dove, 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 dived, dived into. Um, sorry, I had some whiskey and it was pretty stout. Uh, but your whiskey done you in. Well, I mean, it's not that it necessarily did me in. I just took a couple of shots. One for me, one for you. Ew. <laughs> but, you know, it's been fun. So it was kind of fun to do a food episode just a few episodes later. For those of you listening, if you have strong preferences about your favorite mac and cheese or a mac and cheese recipe that you would love to share with us, please make sure you leave that in the comments so that, that we can taste all the things. And if you like our cheese puns and you want more, because I, you know, you, you, uh, you try to believe it that you want more puns, let me know your favorite. Really good puns. Very good puns. Talk curdy to us. Ooh, I like it. I knew you weren't done. You don't have to be provolone in this. We are cheesy too. <laughs> Do you want um, me to keep going? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm, pro, gonna, provolone I'm going like to plug a business, and if you can come up with more cheesy things. And then let's hear it. Um, our business today that we're plugging is Sweetwater Valley Farms Cheese. Uh, it's sold in farm retail stores as well as in groceries and specialty shops, wineries. And it's used in many restaurants throughout Tennessee and surrounding states as well. We're a farmstead cheese producer in Philadelphia, Tennessee, which is off of Interstate 75. Yeah, they're so good. They make cheese curds. 
and you can get them fresh there. And as a hoser poser, Canadian with a bunch of Canadian friends, and I just, oof, they're so good. I make a lot of poutine and I love cheese curds. I like just cheese. So any kind of cheese. Have you had their garlic cheese? No, but now I need it. Yeah. And they're, they make a really good habanero one as well. Because our local grocery store has it, so I'll give I'll I'll let you I'll let you know. Yes. So um, I didn't come up with any more puns. That's okay. But maybe maybe I can come up with something. We were pretty grateful to have you all with us today. Oh, that's a good one. Thanks for, for joining us. We're going to do some roll-ups real quick. Uh, I can't come up with any more cheesy puns. But I was trying to think of a, a pun for slicing, and I fell short. Ooh, I'm not a very, I don't know if a very good... I'm not a good punner. You're my soul swister, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, here we go on our roll. Um, I rolled a 17. Okay, 17. That is a Diet Dr. Pepper. Woo, woo. I also rolled a 17. Hey. Ooh. A 17 is Alan's special, so he's got this weird drink that he makes uh, with bitters. It's blood orange bitters and bourbon and something else. Oh, that sounds nice. Exciting. Yeah. All right. What are we going to yeah. roll? It's your turn to roll because I rolled that nat one. <laughs> oh, I didn't do a too much better. I rolled a nine. Ooh, what is a nine? Let's look. Let's look. It's a fan fiction. Yes. That's exciting. Okay. I'm ready to ship all the characters. That sounds fun. Let's Let's ship this. Well, you all don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We had another fun one-off here today at Adventure Seed Podcast. Be sure to follow our quest, Adventure Seed Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and wherever you get your podcasts. May the dice always be in your favor. Roll well. Cheesy. You don't like my cheesy puns? I do. I think you like the cheesy. to the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal. 
Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal.